Harry Potter, take two. <laughs> Why would you clap up right in front of the mic? I don't know. It's like the clicker. Why? Stop clapping. I have to cut this all out, you goddamn bitch. Hey, I mean, we graduated from pre-used limes to just dry as fuck limes. <laughs> yeah, just dry limes. <laughs> What's up, witches? We're uh, we're back. You thought we were gone, but we're back. We're back with a surprise episode because we're putting this out early. Yeah, sure. Whenever you get around <laughs> to putting this out, I'm sure it's early. Uh, this should be coming to you um, like early or like the beginning of May. Sure. If not, I fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> Hold myself accountable by saying it here. You're uh, not holding yourself accountable. <laughs> um. We are doing this again without writing an intro, so... Yeah. So, uh, if you don't remember, I'm (laughs) Stephanie. I'm Lindsay. We're extra uncultured and unprepared today. Yeah, mostly unprepared. Mostly unprepared. We haven't gotten uncultured yet. No, not yet. Um, But we will be. We just took a shot. We, uh, (laughs) we came straight from work to record this for you nerds, so you better fucking appreciate it. Yes, and you don't, we literally but, you have know. like we have like an, an We're hour. We're schedule today, so normally, yeah. for reference, we like drink for like an hour or so yeah. beforehand. We drink for about five minutes, and we took then, shots, now so we're, we're recording. Like, Let's go. This is fine. Um, <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you may remember that in the first episode, Derek made us made us take shots with pre-used limes. Um, this episode, we've graduated to dry limes. <laughs> that was really that, bad were uh, used in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, the limes that we used in the last episode with our shots, uh, we used that same lime today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the same one that we had already used, like we had already like, taken shots with, but like the same half. Yeah, like, we used half. half the lime, and then now we use the other half of the lime. There was no it juice was, in that. It uh, was not pretty. There was no juice in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're doing this, uh, we're, we're doing it live. Fuck it, let's do it live. <laughs> Uh, so there's no intro. This is getting kind of rough. I don't know what to say. Yeah, whatever. Um, um, so before we get into the actually, let's just talk about the topic real quick. Uh, no, next, no. Well, not talk about the topic, but let's introduce it and then get into our lives okay. so that people don't get bored. So if you guys remember <laughs> a couple months ago we lost an episode. Yes. So this is attempt number two at our Harry Potter episode. Yay! Um, and we're doing this in honor of the Battle of Hogwarts. Which, um, ideally, this episode is coming out the same week of. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) If not, you're getting this, the Battle of Hogwarts anniversary was a week ago. Yeah. We're not sure. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, now that we've gotten that out, do you want to talk about, quickly talk about what you've done? Yeah, so, uh, I went to, it's talked about in the last episode, I went to Denver. Denver was bomb. I drank... More than I needed to, and less than I wanted to. And we only got to, like... What does that mean? We only got to, like, half the breweries we wanted to go to. There was just too much. There's too much beer. Denver has so much beer, That's and fair. it's incredible. Um, I don't think I did anything for the last two weeks, to be honest. Oh, Derek's family visited, so we did some stuff with them. Ooh, before we move on, can I say my favorite breweries in Denver? Yeah. Because... Yep. Why did... <laughs> what was that? 
kidding. <laughs> um, so I wrote down some of my favorites because I think you guys should know. So if course, you go to Denver, go to these. This is why go she's to these. You. Just validate Stephanie. And when I go back to Denver in a couple of weeks, because I miss Denver already, uh, here's where I'm going to go. So my favorite brewery in all of Denver is called True, but it's T-R-V-E. So don't get yourself confused. So it's True. True. <laughs> sure. It um, just sounds like you're already drunk when you say it. True. You pronounce it True. I know, but it's funnier. If that's, I the say sa- that's the satanic brewery. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. Ooh, that sounds fun. They have, it's all um, mixed cultured beers, so they all are a little bit sour or like... Mm-hmm. Like fermented slightly? Yeah. And uh, it's all like super micro barrel. Okay. So, uh... I don't know what that means, but okay. It just means, I'm probably not using the right word, but it means there's... Like they, a micro brew? Well, it's like an extra micro... Alright, whatever. It's like a that super means. small. If somebody knows what that means, tell us so we can. I'm just talk making about up it. words. Who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that place was great. They had two beer releases the weekend we were there, and me and Steve walked in and went, shit, we lucked out. Yeah, that's pretty lucky. They had a double IPA release and then a sour plum bear. Oh, that sounds good. Did I have to say plum berry? <laughs> <laughs> he said plum bear. I was trying to say plum bear. <laughs> like, that's not a thing. Um, Plumberry is what it was. They had, a, they had a plum sour beer that was very good. Ah, that's not what I thought you were trying to say. <laughs> um, we also really enjoyed Crooked Stave, which was told about. I was told about last year when I went to Denver by one of my coworkers, and uh, we didn't make it last time. Made it this time. They do. They're known for their sour beers, and I had this crazy cherry sour beer. Oh my god, it was so good. So good. And then uh, my other favorite was Black Shirt Brewing Co. And they had this fantastic Blood Orange Double IPA. It was so good. The bartender was like, what do you like to drink? And I was like, anything that's an IPA. I mean, I'm not that picky, mm-hmm. but I told him, I'm like, what IPAs would you recommend? He goes, oh, do you do doubles? And I'm like, "Of course." Ex- excuse me. Of course I do <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Of course I do doubles. And uh, he was like, you've got to try the Blood Orange Double IPA. It was great. Cool. Any other ones you want to talk about? Those were my three favorites. Uh, We went to a lot more. Uh, If you follow our Instagram, you knew that I blew up our Instagram page with every single brewery that I went to in Denver. Yeah, so if you're going to go to Denver and you're interested and Steph hasn't covered it, um, go check out our Instagram and she'll have posted, I'm sure, about it. Of course. I love I love drinking, I love drinking beer, and I love Denver. So. Yep. Um, yeah, I didn't do much. Uh, Derek's family came to visit, so we did stuff with them. And you did the architecture Derek, tour? Yeah, that was the really cool. The touristy of the touristy Yeah, things. but it was really cool. It was really interesting. Um, we also, Derek's mom is tiny, and she's adorable, and she loves beer, too. So you I guys got her, went to the Riverwalk, right? Yeah. I got her to try Sophie by Goose Island. She really liked that. Did you guys do cool. Matilda, too? I did Matilda. She tried it. She really liked it, but she didn't order it. Um, she... It's not super adventurous, um, so the fact that she tried it was really cool, and that she really liked it and ordered one her, on, a, on her own. Sophie's a good beer. Sophie's a good beer. Um, and I think the week before we recorded, so we're at this week. Um, part of the reason we're pressed for time is because we're going to go see um, Post Animal tonight. Tonight's their album release party. Tonight is their album release So they party, released yeah. their album last week. Yes, it's uh, When I Think of You in a Castle. Something I think that's like what that. it's called. Um, let me check. When I think of you, I think of a castle. When I think of you in a castle, 
Did I post this on our Instagram? I don't remember. I don't when I did. think of you in a castle. That's what I said. I'm, okay, I so know. post animal um, to give you some information. Um, Joe Keery from Stranger Things, who plays Steve, was a member. He's... I think he he I don't think he was no I don't think he recorded this with them yes he he was a part of the recording Mm -hmm. I don't think he's ever officially been a member maybe or maybe not but he's been a part of the recording process and that's kind of how they so it's not how they that's how but their music's great yeah their music is really good it's kind of like psychedelic rock yeah um go listen to the song Ralphie that is our favorite song it's so good yes we're gonna lose our shit when we see them play Ralphie tonight also we will have been drinking so we would lose our shit regardless. Also, I don't, I don't know if you know this, Stephanie, but we are, today's show is the first show on their tour, and their last show on their tour is Lollapalooza, where we're also going to see them. I'm seeing them again next weekend. Yeah. In Atlanta, where Joe Keery might be. Um, maybe. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. Um, Will so we seeing... be there? Do we know? <laughs> I don't know. So we're seeing Post Animal tonight, and we're really excited about that. Like, it's going to be a fun show. It's going to be so much fun. Um, I initially, we bought tickets for Steph, me, and Derek. And then, um, <laughs> this is great. I just needed to mention the story. Emporium right now has a, as I mentioned in the last episode, the a Harry... sorcery pop-up that's really Harry Potter. Um, so we it's, all got very... In air quotes, it's a sorcery magic bar with wizard, a wizard boy and wizard school <laughs> themed things. There's not a Deathly Hallows out front. <laughs> There's not a Deathly Hollows with an E in front of it to make it not Deathly Hollows. Um, <laughs> but we all got really drunk, and I bought Steve a ticket, um, and then Steve paid me for it, which I felt super bad about, because I was like, I get to a point where I'm super drunk, and I start buying people things, so I, I got him a ticket. Oh, really? You get drunk and buy people things? <laughs> so, the best part of the story is that Steve doesn't remember that happening, and like didn't, I told Steph, like, I'm excited that Steve's coming, because Derek's gonna have someone to like hang out with while we freak out and dance. And Steph's like, Steve isn't coming. What are you talking about? <laughs> Steve didn't remember buying the ticket. <laughs> I also had no idea any of this happened. Yeah, I don't think you were there. But yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, It'll be a good time. Also, uh, last week, I saw Matt and Kim. Yes. Oh, it was so much fun. I've seen them so many times. It's kind of sad. But it's not sad, because I love Matt and Kim. And it was so much fun. I went by myself, and then I, the next morning, I had to fly out at 6.30 in the morning from O'Hare. So I didn't, even get, I didn't even get home until midnight, and I woke up at 3.30 in the morning yeah, to like was, leave for awful. the airport and do all that fun shit. Um, no, it was, it was worth it. It was so much fun. Yeah, I remember you saying that like, you weren't sure if you were going to do it, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, well... Matt and Kim are a lot of fun. They're so much fun. Um, well, let's what else? I'm trying to think. Um, so... Before our next recording, because we're, we're technically pre-recording this a little bit early, because I'm going on vacation to Atlanta and going to Shaky Knees Music Festival, which is going to be baller, and I'm going to post a ton of photos to our Instagram. Yep. And then... Um, and she's going to the Masquerade, not the haunted one from the last episode. No, I'm going to the, the new one. one. Going to go to an after show, see the fright. She's going to look for the vampire that moved in there. <laughs> the vampire that moved along with the venue. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, tomorrow night, I'm actually seeing another podcast live. I'm seeing Jonah Radio. So uh, people that listen uh, and know me know I love the comedian Jonah Ray. And he has his own podcast 
where they talk about punk rock music and other bullshit in the comedy and music industry. And it's a good time, and they're doing it live. And they get drunk, right? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Sometimes well. more than others. And they have the ridiculous soundboard drops, and it's, it's just fun. It's going to be <laughs> weird. I'm excited. I don't know what to expect. This will be my first live recording of a podcast I'm going to. I've seen, like, podcasts do, like, live shows. Right. But this is my first time where they're, like... Re- Actually recording? I keep saying, like, this is the first time there I'm seeing someone record their podcast live. So it'll be fun. That'll be cool. All right. So today we are drinking Rubius nope. by Founders. Nope. <laughs> Not how you say it. It's Rubius. It's Rubius. No, it's Rubius. We literally bought it because I was like, let's get this because it looks like Rubius. Nope. It's called Rubius. It's uh, good. It's a... It's a rare raspberry. <laughs> it's uh, it's from Founders back in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's good stuff. It's a raspberry ale. Um, kind of like similar to a lambic flavor wise, not as like fermented flavor, but similar. Sure. Um, for the one time I know more than Stephanie. Um, but it's good. <laughs> Try it out. Um, so as Stephanie mentioned, we. Attempted this episode a couple months ago, at least yeah. two months ago at this point. I think it was in February. Yeah, and so uh, we thought we would make our season finale of season one of this podcast a redo. Yep, so we are talking Harry Potter because the Battle of Hogwarts is May 2nd. Yes. And I'm trying to get this out to you guys by May 1st. Let's hope it happens, but we'll see. If not, you uh, <laughs> you know we tried. Or at least said we tried. <laughs> we said we tried. Um, yeah, so this is a season finale, as Steph mentioned, and honestly, we're just we're doing gonna a record. season finale because we want to. Yeah, I mean, we're going <laughs> to record again. In two weeks. Yeah, we'll yeah. be back again on our normal schedule. We're not taking a break. There's no break. We we just wanted to change the naming convention. Yeah, we, we ended season so we can change our naming convention and uh, do more bullshit. Yeah, because um, we got kind of tired of this one. Yeah, we were, we were, we've been stretching. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Um, so let's start with our Potter profiles. I hate that term, but all right, let's do it. Um, do you want to go first? Or, I don't, I don't know. All we'll right, so by ear. Potter profile is, quick reminder, Hogwarts House, Patronus, Ilvermorny House, Wand, favorite character, favorite book? Favorite movie? Favorite movie. Yep. Those seven. I'm going to get like... I'm sure we forgot something. I'm going to get like three in and then I'm going to forget. All right. So I am a Gryffindor. Shocker. Gryffindor. Am I right? (laughs) I'm a Gryffindor too. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, So I am a Gryffindor. My Patronus is the Snowy Owl. My... Ilvermorny House is Thunderbird. My wand is... Hold on, I took a... I looked this shit up today. <laughs> My wand, according to Pottermore, is a black walnut wood... Ooh, I like that. ...with a dragon heartstring core, 13 and a quarter inches, and supple flexibility. That's very you. Yeah, I also, like. I feel... Part of, like, the dimensioning of your wand is based on how tall you are, and I'm... You're a giant. I'm a tall woman, <laughs> so uh, I have a very 
Hi, this is going to sound dirty. I have a very long wand. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> I knew you it's were going to... It's average size, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada jokes. Okay, um, sorry, I lost track. So after that, Hogwarts okay. at my Hogwarts house, my Patronus, my Overmorning house, my wand. My favorite book is... Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which might be a controversial opinion. I feel like people don't like it. I don't like it. Um, My favorite movie is... um, My favorite movie is... um, I guess I'm saying... You can tell that we didn't prepare. We didn't prepare. My favorite... I mean, I've done this so many times. My brain's just not working today. It's been a long day. It's because you drank some tequila or some... Vodka. Oh, yes, vodka. And those dry limes. <laughs> my favorite movie is The Half-Blood Prince. And my favorite character, characters, I guess technically, because I would prefer to say individual, but I know they are known as a pair, is the Weasley twins. Are the Weasley twins. Grammar. <laughs> You're educated. <laughs> Am I, though? Who knows? Um... So, my Potter profile, my Hogwarts house is Gryffindor. Um, and I can never say this right. Say it for me. What's your Patronus? Oh, my Patronus is a bat, which is cool as hell. That's cool as hell. That's my We're both going to be getting bat tattoos eventually. Yeah, I'm excited. What is your Ilvermorny house? Thunderbird, just like you. Oh, surprise. <laughs> um, <laughs> my wand is a large wood with a unicorn hair. 12 and a quarter inches and in supple flexibility. Ooh. Um, fancy. You got the unicorn hair. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just reading from the Pottermore page, large wood is strong, durable, warm in color. Large has been valued as attractive and powerful, so thank you. Oh, you I got like to read your more. description and I didn't? Oh, fuck you. Fuck off. <laughs> um, my favorite book is... My favorite book and movie are the same. It's... Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, which I actually feel like is kind of controversial. controversial. No, it's not. That's People like, like don't the... like Prisoner of Azkaban See, as a movie. I, I think that's like a fan favorite. People don't like the movie. Um, my favorite character is kind of like it's hard to des- it's hard to decide because I like I do love Sirius Black and I do love Lupin, but I also like recognize that they're pretty shitty characters. Um, and I and I honestly I like I named my dog Lupin after before Lupin came out as like a shitty character and like abandoned Tonks and his and Teddy um, or attempted to or attempted to yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to decide who my favorite characters are. If I have to pick, I, if I had to pick when I was, like, 17, 16, I would tell you Lupin, but, like, now I'm, I want to say Hermione. She's a boss-ass bitch. Yeah, Hermione is one of my favorite characters. I also really like Neville. I like Neville. He's adorable, and honestly, I feel for him. Um, but, like, I, I really can't pick my favorite Harry, Harry Potter character. That's fair. Tonks. I like Tonks a lot, too. Okay. Alright, I just named, I named, like, five. So. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we have some topics that we want to talk about and kind of go through. And like by topics, I mean just things that we want to discuss. Just not topics, just things. They're not topics. I don't know what that was. I don't know either. Okay, <laughs> go on. So um, when would you want to live in the universe? And by that, I mean like what time period? Like, would you want to live like, like the trio? Question? Or do you want okay. to live? Like how old would you have liked to have been? Um, I think I would have liked to have been older than the trio, but like in that time span you know like being there like would in you have the liked 90s like, i would have like liked rock. to have been there like the like time the, they were there the twins yeah like the so twins like, age maybe like a year older than that like around that time okay. like a so little like bit Percy's of, age 
Yeah, like twins, Percy's age. I don't know. I haven't yeah. really put too much thought into this. Um, I want to say I'd like to live like in the Marauders era, but I think I'd also really enjoy living with the twins. So I'm not like too picky. No, I mean the Marauders era. Would I want to cool be well. part of like that troublemaking era. Like so, yeah. like, either with the twins I, or with the Marauders. I'm, I'm actually in the same boat. Um, what would your favorite class have been? I would like to think, just on like what I'm into when I see it in like I've read about it in the books or the movies or whatever. I think I would be into Transfiguration or like Charms. I'm in the same boat. I think I also have been into like well, I mean, you know, we're the same. Like we're basically the same. We have the same profile essentially. Yeah, we do. Um, I think I would have also liked Defense Against the Dark Arts. See. I'm a big wiener, so I like the idea of preparing myself to be afraid of things. I think that'd be cool as hell. I mean, like, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, I don't know that I would have been into that as much. I think I would have. I mean, I, agree I would with have had and transfigurations. I would have had to have taken the class, yeah. but I don't know that it would have been my favorite. That's fair. Um. Also, like McGonagall would be a great teacher. She I feel like she'd be super is also intense. So goddamn scary. I, love I think it. she'd be like super intense. But like, if we're both Gryffindors, like we'd be on the good side, you know? Like, think about it that way. I mean, I don't think it's fair to say that Slytherins are like the bad side. And like, it's, no, but it's we're not fair her to say house, and I think she oh, on she, her good side. Okay. Yeah, I get what you mean. No, okay. I meant like I thought you meant the good side is the like, oh, good and evil. And no, like, absolutely not. Um, no. We would have been on her good side because you know she plays uh, favorites no, a little she bit. She doesn't though. She took a lot of points away from Gryffindor. Like she took a f- hundred and fifty points away because, like, in the first book, Harry, Ron, and Hermione were sneaking around. Technically, yeah, but I think she did that to be fair. Yeah, no, she, because she's they, fair. So, like, regardless of you being on her good side, she. But you been know, fair. she lets the Gryffindors get away with so much other shit. I, I mean, that right. was in the first book, but. There's so I mean, many I, I personally where... disagree with that. S- Snape lets Slytherins get away with okay. things. That's fair. They get a lie. When you compare the two, it's, yeah. it's okay. different. Okay, okay. I think she'd be intense, but I think if you're on her good side, you would enjoy the class. That's fair. Um, do you want to get into canons and, like, relationships? Sure. Let's do it. Um, so, my favorite canon... Ship. Ship. Um, and then for those that like, don't watch this, that just or listen to this, or listen, know much in the Harry Potter or fiction, I don't know what I'm saying. The fandom <laughs> in fandom, yeah, that's the word. Um, canon just means like true to the story. Yes, in the universe, um, based on the author. Uh, so my favorite canon ship and ship is like a relationship. Um, it, are Tonks and Remus? I oh, think I that didn't they're know that. Yeah, I love them. So, mine, and for some reason, I feel like a lot of people aren't that into it. I'm not into it, and I know what um, it is. I'm into Harry and Ginny. I think I, it works. I think it's weird. I think it works. I think it's weird. Um, I have recently transitioned into the camp of Bill and Floor. I like I mean, that a lot. I'm on board with that as well. I like that one a lot now. I mean, I personally shit Bill Weasley with myself, <laughs> but um, no, I'm into it. I get that. <laughs> no, I'm into it. I agree. <laughs> that was another good one. Um, what is your OTP? And again, for those that are not super into fandom, that means one true pairing. As a, so, and so, like one true pairing can be people that are not actually canon, like would realistically never get together, uh, and just who you would love to be together. Oh man, 
I feel like I'm so into the canon chips. Like, I'm not one that's into non I mean, it, it doesn't have to be non-canon. I know. I'm, tr- I'm trying like, to... You can say Harry and Ginny. If I'm trying to think about it. Like, I feel like I don't know. I mean, I'll go. My OTP is Wolfstar. Not, yeah, I was going to say, like, Wolfstar is totally, like, a headcanon parent. Yeah, I love the fact... I love Wolfstar. Wolfstar. I do enjoy I, that one. I also love that... I think it was Chris Columbus told the guy that played Ramus... Or, uh, yeah, Ramus... Who is not Gary Oldman. <laughs> not Gary. You remember from Harry Potter trivia, he is not, not Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Um, told him to play the character like he was gay. Um, and that's like he I did. I didn't know that. Yeah, he did that. And then obviously found out that Ramus is not gay. Yeah. No. Really? <laughs> um, Are you sure though? I mean, I love Wolfstar. I think that should be Oh, real. yeah. I definitely think it probably happened. It's my headcanon at least. Yeah. I don't have a lot of headcanons. I I think my OTP, it's, it's not my canon ship, but George and Angelina. I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> You've said too much about that to me, and it ruins everything, <laughs> and it's the reason we can't have nice things as a society. I just think it's weird. I think it's weird that she... They found... She dated the other twin and wanted that dick so bad that she oh dated my, the, uh, the the alive oh twin. Oh my god. Dude! <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things as a society. It's because of assholes like you that ruin everything. Uh, <laughs> we Okay, so let's go to Deathly Hollows. What Deathly Hollow would you choose? Ooh, that one's hard. Probably the invisibility cloak. I would pick that as well. I feel like that's the most useful. No, I just feel like that's the most useful. I do too. I don't want to resurrect dead people because dead people need to stay dead. I also don't want a wand that's gonna get me killed. No, I don't. I'm not into the idea of having power. Neither. I. So I I like the idea of an invisibility cloak and like getting around, people not knowing where you are. I mostly like the invisibility portion of that. Yeah. Yeah. Not even the. Making it so you can hide from death, the concept no, of I it. But it's more so like getting to do whatever the fuck you want because you're invisible. It's pretty cool. Sneaking into places, get tainted shit. All about that. You just like being sneaky deaky. <laughs> <laughs> um, which character would you fuck? Oh, do we need to go through this? Like, haven't I already done this one? I think I've answered this in a previous episode. Yeah, but answer it again. <laughs> okay. Into Bill Weasley. Did yeah. I not just answer this? Yeah. I ship Bill Weasley with myself. So yeah, I yeah. ship Wolfstar, but also I ship Sirius Black with me. So that's fair. Alright. Also I ship both of them with me, so <laughs> <laughs> that's right. really why I ship Wolfstar. Uh, <laughs> um so it's no secret, we did an entire episode on um, masturbation. <laughs> yeah. And fictional characters that we would masturbate to. Yep. So, this next set of, of topics are our favorite fan fictions. Oh, um, God. Okay. I honestly, like, I can't pick because there's so many good ones. I just recently read a really good one about Drury that was posted on, shout out to Potterotica Podcast, but it was posted on their Potterotics, which is their fan page. Um, and it that was... That we're both members of. Yeah. It was called, um, I Opened at the Close, and it was a Drury... Which is Draco and Harry fanfic, and it was actually pretty cute. I really liked it. wasn't overly done like too much, um, and the, it was really well written. So that one was nice. Good. 
I read. Sorry, I read a lot when I was a kid, and like I can't find them, and I want to read. Like when I say I know, kid, I mean like as a teenager. Teenager, yeah. And I, I can't find them anymore. And I know I'm in that same boat. I don't read a lot now. As lame as it sounds, I way more enjoy reader inserts, which sounds I also so like lame. That. But I, I think, think it gives more insight to the author and what they're thinking. Yeah, I, read, I enjoy that. I went deep into the reader insert hole because of you. Oh, I go so deep I in read that so reader many insert of them. hole. I actually really liked it. Um, I read a really good one back in the day when I was in like high school of like Sirius Black and Doricus Meadows. Oh, uh, I've read some of that before. And I really liked it, and it was long, like, hundreds of chapters See, long. I can't get into the super long. Uh, I don't know how I did it, but, like, I... I it's because you were probably in high school. Yeah. Like, now I can't. Like, I read one-shots or, like, five or I'm six a, chapters at the most. Yeah, I can do one-shots. I can do... I know people are super short. into, like, the dead of time. I can't, it's just too I long can't for me. dedicate I can't get myself yeah. to that. I have a hard time finishing a book half the time. Yeah, because like some so fan fictions are like book long, like they are multiple oh, yeah. books. And yeah. power to those authors. That's incredible that they can like like write an entire novel length fan fiction. It's incredible, and some of them are really well written. Like I know a lot of people consider a lot of um, or some fan fictions is like their headcanon. Yeah. Um, which is, like, power to those authors. That's incredible that you've been able to write that much and, like, flesh out an entire universe that's, like, adjacent to J.K. Rowling, because a lot of them are, are author universes. Um, I think it's incredible. I just can't... Personally, like, I, I like instant gratification, so, like, I, I can't right. get through that much. I want to I, read it, and it'd be done, like, a few minutes later. I did read one, actually, probably two years ago or so um and i just looked it up to make sure i know the name of it so it's called modification it's on wattpad so it's a load of that what that app is a load of garbage but <laughs> it is an original character and tom riddle interesting and it's very well written and they actually did a second one that i don't think is completed because you know I've been reading that because I read that first one a few years ago and I can't stop reading it. And Honestly, they, I also don't like reading like incomplete ones. I prefer, like, I, I'll wait until they're complete because I'm the well, worst about so waiting for the So I read the first out. one once it was completed and it was actually a, like, an award-winning fan fiction really? in 2016. And um, the second one, they've been pretty slow to update. But it's called The Dawn of Darkness. And it's about how after... Hogwarts, Tom Riddle became essentially leading into him becoming Voldemort. Interesting. And it's very well written. And this girl is like, the concept is this original fictional, this original character is trying to, she's like in his ranks, but trying to take him down at the same time because oh. she knows what's, she can feel what, she has an idea that like, what's this, gonna happen? This shit ain't right. right. Like, this girl's trying to step in and that like stop really this good. from happening. That's gonna be so sad. It's, very interesting. You know they haven't sad. updated in a long time. They, they, they have not finished the second book. To That's my the knowledge. reason, like, it's hard for me to read, like, the longer ones, because, like, they're less likely to be finished. And, like, by I kind of forget. The well, the thing That's is, true. with this one, I kind of forget, and then I'll randomly get an update, and I'll be like, oh, this is really exciting. Yeah. But, uh, that's... That's the one that I'm invested in. I read... Which I didn't think I'd be invested in. I'm not into the original fictional character thing, but mm -hmm. this one is very good, and I highly recommend it. Cool. I'll check that out. Um, I Strain read... Strain all of your time. A, 
I read a really good, um, like, beginning of a fanfiction that somebody posted in the Potterotica group, um, and I loved it. It was about uh, Neville and Luna. And <gasps> I like that. I like that, too. Um, but Luna and, like, Neville um, are, like, opening a sex shop in Diane Oh, I heard Alley about this. I haven't read this. To, like, the Weasley's Joke Shop. I've heard about this. It's not I finished. Read I really, really loved it, and it's like it's. She hasn't updated much because she's been busy, um, but it's so cute, and I loved it so much. And I'm just like, this was totally. This is totally like I could see this happening. And I mean, I love that. I love Neville and Luna as a thing. I know that's not really true. We've talked about this. Yes. But, um, I love that idea. Um, but we no, need to I want to read that. I need to like. It's not done. I know, but I still I've you heard should. so much about it through the podcast. It's also, because like, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> Oh, I heard it, like, yeah. they talk about on the podcast. Well, I've one of the girls, it, like, posted it on a Google Doc. Right. Like, no, it. but I remember, but I've seen that user posting yeah. on the... It's so good. We are very deep in the Facebook group yeah. for that podcast, so I've saw it, I've seen it in the Facebook group a couple of times. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's move to cring- cringiest fanfiction, and I think we have the same one. Uh, mine is the Dobby Hagrid one. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, which yeah, is posted. Nope, that, nope. Don't read it. It's, don't read it. Don't read it. I don't know what's called. I don't know why uh, I read it. Honestly, I didn't read it. I read Kate's it. Kate's roommate just told me about it. Former guest Kate, her roommate, told me about it and quoted it when she was drunk at their Christmas party. So former Kate also, well, <laughs> that's not what I meant. Um, Stephanie mentioned it to me because of former Kate, and it was also posted because at some of point. former Kate. Former. <laughs> I say it again. <laughs> because of former guest Kate. Um, Steph mentioned it, and it was also posted on that Potterotica fan page. Um, so I read it, and I regret it. Please don't read it, but it's very cringy. So this is up for debate within the Harry Potter community, but who would you say is the most evil? Voldemort or Umbridge? I... I mean, it depends on what the way you're looking at it. Like, I think Umbridge is more realistically evil. Like, to us who are not magic folk, and obviously like not part of Harry Potter universe, right? I think Umbridge represents more the evil that we would face on a daily basis. Ooh, I system- thought about like, that. It's, it's kind it's of more, more like, like the systematic, systematic, yeah, systematic oppression that we would face on, a, on like a daily basis versus like some overarching evil character that's going to hold you down and like come after you. So I think. It's different. Yeah, I, I think agree. it depends on the way you're looking at it. Like, like I said, just to us personally, like into like real life, I would say Umbridge because she's more she's more relatable rela- to the yeah. kind of evil we would see. I exactly. agree with that. But if we're looking at it in terms of the the, the universe, world, yeah, I would say I would Voldemort say too because he's openly supporting of killing people. Yeah, no, I agree with that. If we're looking at it, like, specifically in the Harry Potter universe, I would say Voldemort, but if we're looking at it comparatively about, like, to who we agree with, with what we're living through yeah. today, I would say Umbridge. I'm glad we're on the same page with that, because I know that's a lot of, like... We're on the same of, page on everything. It's weird. It's creepy. We also <laughs> have the same Myers-Briggs personality type. We it's do. weird. And it... What's funny is that I was not that personality until I met you. <laughs> You just absorb part of my personality. I don't know what it is. I don't... I mean, I also feel like before... I took it, like, a year or so before I met you, like, graduated college and um, entered the workforce and became, like... Oh, if I would have taken the test, like, a couple of years prior to when I did, I think I would have gotten something different. Yeah, I mean... 
Yeah, so I, I took it, it once I was like... already like in the workforce and yeah. in my relationship and had my core group of friends as like a real adult. Fun so. fact, my old Myers-Briggs was exactly the opposite of Derek's. Every single one was opposite of Derek's. That's interesting. Yeah, it was it was odd. Did you know that my perfect personality match is Steve? No, that's... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we looked up, like, who you're supposed to be with, and mine was Steve's. I feel like is... my new one might be Derek's. I have... I don't well, remember. it's... It's funny because Kate and Steve have the same personality type, and my oh. perfect match is Kate and Steve. Or Hannah also is my other perfect personality match. Shout out to Hannah! Shout out to Hannah! And Kate and Steve, because we love all of you guys. But Steve Han- doesn't listen to this. Fuck you, Steve. Hannah gave us a compliment about our podcast today. She did. And uh, It wasn't really a compliment, but well, it was she texted like... My, she texted oh, I didn't get chat. it. Well, it was a group chat with me and Caroline. What'd you say? That she appreciated our shout out and wants to be your best friend. And Aww, fuck me Hannah, and Caroline because I want she to be loves your you. best friend too. I love your dad bot chic. Also, I think you're great. Wait, um, before we go on, we we accidentally opened our Apple reviews earlier and someone said Somebody named Fexel, by the way. Whoever you are, we love you. We love you. Come talk to us. We want you to be on this because it's hilarious. We want you to be our best friend. Also, if it's one of your fr- our friends, by that I mean one of Steph's friends, um, <laughs> please tell us. Yeah, please tell us. I would like to know. Um, the review was, I crashed my car listening to this. Worth it. Very funny. Loved it. Love you, Fexel. We were very confused, Fex, but we loved it. it. Um, yeah, we literally opened this. I opened this up accidentally. It was like, oh, we have a new review. Who is this? Then Don't we know read who it. This is. We went, oh, God, that's great. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. So, I want to apologize for being extra obnoxious. I feel like it's been, I think it's been, like, two weeks since I've seen Stephanie. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen you, like, at Uh, all. I wasn't in the office last week. I actually don't think we're being extra obnoxious, but it's been, like, two weeks since we've seen each other, and we see each other every day. So, just giving you that background, um, and heads up. Also, um, before we get back into it, I just want to apologize for the sirens and the cars in the background. I live right next to Lakeshore Drive in Chicago. Um, it's and six it's, o'clock right yeah, now on a Friday. Usually we record at night. That's actually not true because I feel like the last three times we've been recording during the day. day. Um, which is why you can hear cars and stuff because I don't have a blanket behind the windows or in front of the windows. We just have a little clubhouse. Um, so still back to the you. Episode. You live on Lakeshore Drive. I know. It, there are sounds. I know. It's a busy road. Anyways, so in your opinion, what was the saddest death? What's the death that got you the most fucked up? So, super controversial. And I... I'm listening. Actually, my, my, my opinion has changed over the years. Alright, But I, about it. I cried so goddamn hard when Snape died. Obviously, I don't... Ooh. I know. I don't necessarily... I, don't, I, I think I was like 16 or 17 when it came out. That's fair. I that's had fair. a different opinion than I do now. Right. No, um, understandable. I was also very bummed out. I fucking cried so hard when Dobby died. Um, and then I cried when Hedwig died because while I get literally why it happened, I didn't think it was necessary. Like, I understand that Hedwig had to die to prove, like, to kind of, like, set the tone for the fact that Harry's going to lose a lot. And, like, Hedwig was, like, uh, literally and, like, figuratively the death of Harry's childhood. 
Ooh, we're getting deep into this so literature like, right I now. I get that as an adult, but as a kid, I was like, what the fuck? This isn't necessary. Why the fuck did you kill Hedwig? Um, so, I, I mean, right now, at this point in my life, I would say I was sad about Tonks and Lupin dying because I get I, why. Yeah. But I think it was, it was shitty. Um, Dobby and Hedwig. I think my biggest, my, my saddest death, and this one gets me every time. Is it Fred? It's Fred. Like, even when I read the seventh book today, the most recent, I, I read, I used to read the books like once a year, but I haven't read the books like as a whole for a couple, like maybe the two years now. And I remember I was reading the seventh book on my way, I was living in Nebraska at the time. I was on my way to visit. Come the up first here. Time? No, this wasn't the first time oh, I read okay. it. I read. The, I've read. That's it. why I was like shocked. I was saying that's the most recent time so I read that it. That much younger than me. Damn, I didn't know no, that. The most recent time I read it. Um, this is the most recent memory I have of reading this with Fred dying. Is I'm on a plane from Omaha, Nebraska, to Chicago to come see Steve, and I'm like sobbing on the airplane reading it. And, like, people around me were like, the fuck? What is this girl crying <laughs> over? Yeah. Which actually happened very recently because I made the mistake of watching Coco <laughs> on my flight from my work trip to Denver. Uh-huh. And I'm, like, ugly crying on the plane. And this guy in front of me on the plane turned around to check on me three times. I mean, that's fair. And then that I was like, I was like, no, I'm just watching Coco. It's fine. And he goes, oh, <laughs> please continue then. I'll check on you later. Yeah, I cry. See, I understand, again, why J.K. Rowling killed Tonks and Lupin, and it was kind of to That's mirror, my other one that, like, really gets me. It's to mirror, it's, like, Harry and how he started off life. But the difference is that, like, Teddy got a family that, like, cared about him, and Teddy, like, had people that cared about him to raise him. Right. So it was supposed to, like, kind of show you the life that Harry could have had. It's so sad, though. But it's so sad, and I... I that one's another one that I gets agree. me. Yeah. No, I agree. That's the saddest. That one's the saddest for me because it's just like that. While it was like a necessary, literally, it's just like fuck you. Why would you do this? Um, it does hurt me. It does hurt a lot. Fred Fred's death hurts me on the inside. So does Tonks and Lupin. Lupin. Yeah, makes I don't. It makes me feel feelings. That I feel sad. I don't really know what those are. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, to a more lighthearted topic. Oh, we're going back to the lighthearted. All right. Um, what Quidditch Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) What Quidditch position would you play? I think I'd like to be a chaser. I also... (laughs) God damn it, Stephanie. We're the same person. We're the same. It's weird. I would be a chaser as well. I think beater would be fun, like, to hit people with shit. I think being a beater would be fun. I think I would be better at chaser. But... I'm not so good at swinging a bat. Like, I just, I'm not softball, good at, like, like, see, I was, I played softball, but I'm also not good at aiming things, so, like, if I were to try and swing a bat and hit something exactly where I wanted to, I would not do it. So I think I'd be better at chaser. Yeah, I think I would do, I mean, let's be real, I would not be playing Quidditch, because I am <laughs> not, you're not playing. I, I'm not an athletic person. I mean... I work out and I run, but, like, I'm not, like, a team sport person. Yeah. 16, like, high school teenager, like, younger Lindsay was super athletic and super coordinated. So I think I definitely... Oh, what happened? You used to be coordinated? I know, right? I, uh, Who are you? I don't understand. I stopped working out. 
Um, I think that, like, at that age, at that time of my life, I probably would have been a chaser. Yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, I was a competitive dancer, but that doesn't really relate to team sports, so. Why are you making that face? Of course That's I was weird. a dancer. Are you surprised by that? Yeah. Why? Because I've seen you dance. Dancing Ooh, in the- shots fired. <laughs> dancing in a bar is not the same as dancing competitively. <laughs> just I just wanted to make that joke. So after you graduate Hogwarts, or Ilvermorny, no, Hogwarts. Oh, actually, before we go on, I just want to acknowledge the fact that I don't know if you've seen this, but somebody drew a door by the Western Blue Line in Chicago. No, it's the Damon. The Damon Blue Line that says Hogwarts over it. And somebody tweeted it at J.K. Rowling and said, like, what is this? Is this, like, what is this? And she said, that's the door for exchange students for From Ilvermorny. Yeah. I did see that. I Um, love that. I literally walked by there last night. Did not see it. No, did not see it. Is it it gone? I don't know where. They said it was just by the Damon Blue Line stop. They didn't really specify. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. And uh, I just think that's cool that she acknowledged it. And that's like, yeah, I I I love that. I love that J.K. Rowling like does these little like snippets and like keeps the fandom going by doing things like that. I think it's adorable. Okay, so whenever you graduate Hogwarts, Ilvermorny, whatever, whatever. Um, what would you like to do after you graduate? I like to say that I would be an Auror. No, you, you would not be an Auror. No, I wouldn't be an Auror. I would probably be doing, like, some lame-ass fucking job in the ministry. Um, maybe, like, a research job for, like, St. Mungo's. See, I like that idea. So, I, that's different than what I thought I was going to say. I've always said that I would like to have been a healer Mm -hmm. if I was in this universe. And um, right now, I'm I'm very against being a doctor or a nurse. Yeah. I've never had that. I like I've never thought about that. But also, I'm a big wiener with blood. Yeah, but I don't know why. You if I was in this universe, a lot of being a healer isn't necessarily dealing with blood and guts. Sometimes, yeah. like you have to deal with counter curses. And, like, yeah, you have to like solve all of these magical problems. Yeah, no, like, you that. have to use your magic knowledge to solve... I would like to... To figure out, like, what happened to somebody. What yeah. happened to someone and how they yeah. got cursed a certain way. Because yeah. I feel like, based on the descriptions of St. Mungo's and what people... Have, like, It's not just people that are, like, cut open. It's, like, people that have, like, boils or, like... People Somebody's, that, like, arm is, like, where their legs should be. Like, yeah, weird someone things got like splinched. That. And, like, they were separated magically. Like, I feel like dealing with a magical solution, I could do. Dealing with sewing someone up, I could not do. And the healers at St. Mungo's don't know how to deal with human, like, human. That's fair. Muggle medicine. So because I have, like, an actual engineering degree, I like to think that I would have done some research, like, into maybe potions or, like, like R&D work into... Like, maybe, like, Wolfsbane potions or different, like, ever, healing options. Interesting thought. Have you ever, and I'm just thinking about this now, I'm not a fan of learning about potions, but essentially potions is R&D. Yeah. No, I've I never really thought about it. I haven't either. Just now. I mean, I have talked to about an it. extent, because I've thought about this before, like, what I would do. Um, but potions are R&D, because if you think about it, like, in the Half-Blood Prince... Snape, like, and modified, modified the potions, the potions. in the books. And he had to have been, like, researching and developing. Like, he had to have been, like, trial and erroring. Yeah. 
um, those potions and like messing around, like trying them, trying this amount, trying another amount, seeing what came out best. Like he definitely yeah. had to have been like researching and developing yeah. that. Yeah, I definitely think that potions, brewing and like researching pro- potions and like that R and D aspect is definitely what we would be doing. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's close to what it's we do. It's close to life. what we do today. Yeah. Um. So this is a. Kind of controversial. Um, I honestly like. I, I hate that we're going to talk about this, but let's talk about it. Fuck it. Um, so there's like a big divide between like who Hermione should have ended up with. Do you think she should have ended up with Harry, Ron, someone else? Like, what do you think? So I like Hermione and Ron together. I also like. I ship Hermione with herself because she's a badass bitch. Yeah. She doesn't need no man. Well, that's so, a different discussion. But do you like Hermione and Ron because the... And I think J.K. Rowling, like, unintentionally, like, as we were reading as kids, kind of... And I want to say this because, like, when we were kids, like, and we were reading this, it's kind of like, people always say, like, oh, someone's, someone likes you because they're mean to you. Or if they're mean to you, they like yeah. you. Do you think that you shipped Harry or uh, Ron and Hermione because of that little aspect? That, like, they didn't get along? Because... From what I understand, like, J.K. Rowling did not intend for it to be Harry, or, uh, Hermione and Ron. What the, yeah, Hermione and Ron, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, she didn't intend for that, but because so many people shipped it, she did it just to give us something. Do you think that maybe I've never really thought about that before. Do you think maybe you shipped it because you were part of that camp where, like, that's just what you were told when you were young, that, like, because they're mean to you, because they tease you or whatever they like you i don't think so because even as a kid i thought that was total bullshit i mean if someone's making fun of me like i don't want a dick yeah they're being a dick that doesn't mean they like me i even flat out told my mom that as a kid like when she would say like when guys were making fun of me yeah i was like no they're just assholes yeah no i don't want to be associated with that (laughs) no i was like i don't want to be i don't care if they like me i don't want to be associated with someone that's mean yeah and I probably said it in similar words because I don't like mean people. I, Although I'm a mean person. I mean, I personally don't like Hermione and Ron. I think that, I think while we all did ship it, I think that, or like, I don't want to say we all did ship it, but like, while a lot of us were like, oh, that, that would be perfect if Hermione and Ron ended up together. Mm-hmm. I think as an adult and having like an adult relationship and like a lasting relationship, um, I don't think that her, uh, Hermione and Ron would have lasted and gotten married and had kids and been happy, if that makes sense. I think that Hermione needed someone that challenged her, needed someone that appreciated her, and, like... I think Ron appreciated her in his own way. I mean, I, I mean, it know. took them a while to figure out, because if you think about it, like, you weren't... No, I mean, he did. With your fiancé when you were their age? Like, they were so young. When I was a teenager. That's the other thing I don't necessarily agree with in Harry Potter is, like, they, they meet their, they meet their soul, soul, soul meet their, like, like, partners when they were, like, 12 years old. That's not realistic. It's not realistic. That's why part of the reason I think that, like, Hermione and Ron wouldn't have lasted. I think they would have been, like, a couple in, like, their 20s, but I think they would have broken up and, like, they would have found other people. And I, I do think that J.K. Rowling them together because I would agree with that I mean the hard thing is like I we know so many people that have met their life partner at a super young age Ron and Hermione went to school together with Harry and Ginny and the the chances of those two couples having met when they were 
12, 13. If you also think like 11, Neville and Hannah must have known each other during yeah. that time. George and Angelina Absolutely. knew each other during that time. Like, I think and that's also a the fact that like Gryffindor, 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 Hufflepuff. That's not so much as likely as you, there would be a lot more ending up with somebody in Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Like, it's not, there's so much of like people ending up and like marrying somebody in their house that I think is not likely. Like, Derek is Hufflepuff. Steve, Steve is a Ravenclaw. It's so unlikely that you would end up with somebody in the exact same house as you. So I think... But you and I ended up in the same house oh and we're, God. like, together all the time. We're that's together true. more than we're with our SOs. That's true. We're together a lot. That's we're the same. We're the same person. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that... I mean, if we're looking at, like, novel characters, I think that Ron or Harry might have been the best person for Hermione to have ended up with based on characters that we had met. That's true. Agreed. Um, but, like, realistically, I think that she would have ended up with, like, a character we had never met. Someone random. Someone she met at work. Like, yeah. someone totally unrelated. Yes. I agree with that. If we're going on a realistic scenario. Yeah. But, but if we're picking, like, book it's characters. It's a book. Yeah. So, we can't go on no, that realistic. No, I agree. If we're picking book. book characters that we've met, Harry or Ron. I would um, say Ron. Because I... I like Harry and Ginny, all right? I don't like Harry and Ginny, but I also think Harry and Hermione are weird because they definitely touched on that in the Deathly Hollows, and it was yeah. awkward. And yeah, they did it was not weird. Like I didn't like it. Yeah, I did not like that. Let's talk about castings that we did not like. So, in particular, we're going to talk about castings that we thought were age inappropriate Agreed. based on the books. Yes. So I love the fact that Gary Oldman played Sirius Black. I think he did an incredible job. I think Alan Rickman did a great job as Sirius as a uh, Snape. Agreed, um, but but age inappropriate. They were age 50, inappropriate. They were closer to fifty than they were to thirty, which is the age they would have been at Harry's time frame. Right. So, so in Harry's Sirius time Black, frame, when he was Sirius Black, when he was um, introduced to the story, would have been thirty three years old. Right. Snape would have been 33 years old. Right. They would have been around, I mean, 32, around 32 34, yeah. around the same. They would have been in their early 30s. Yes. Um, I do understand that, like, there are, there's same an argument. with, like, obviously with Lupin as yes. well. Yes. There's an argument that, like, because Sirius Black was an Azkaban, he aged, he had an accelerated aging. Because Snape was into dark arts, he had accelerated aging. And because Lupin was a werewolf, there was accelerated aging. But I don't, I don't believe I, that. I, I I just don't necessarily agree with how they portrayed them. I think they were too old for the way that they were written in the book. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, I just think, I just have a hard time. I also think that the way they portrayed them as marauders was They inaccurate. portrayed them to be so much older. Well, like, even at, like when they showed them when they were in 16, 17 years old, they weren't as attractive and, like... I don't know. I just I always imagined Sirius as being like a bad boy playboy, and James as like a kind of like playboy, but not actually like playing was, the field. But yeah, like, he was attractive. Too, yeah. But like girls are fawning over him, and I, I just I don't think they portrayed them very accurately, at least to what my head canon is. That's fair. No, I'm on the same page you are. I think. This more applies to the Marauders than anything else. I think it's just the Marauders that weren't really portrayed accurately. And, like, I think... And and Snape. I just think they were all portrayed too old. Because even if you, like, look at 
like the photos of baby Harry with his parents. His parents look like they're 40. Yeah. They were supposed to be they like were 21. 20. Yeah. His they were 21 when they died. I absolutely agree. His parents should have looked like younger uh, than like college students. They yeah. should have been like college students. Exactly. I mean, no, I they're agree. younger than James yeah. and Lily Potter died when they were younger than us. Younger than us. I agree. By they were like several years. 22 yeah. at the oldest. No, I agree. They looked like they were 40 years old. And maybe it was because like the there was some pressure to make them look older and more like like parents, parents age. Um, because they I were, mean, if we're being honest, like the wizarding world is different. They don't go to college. They go, they get their owls, they get mm-hmm. their newts, they go into the workforce and train. Right. It's, it's a different like process to becoming an adult. Even if they got someone that looked like they were in their mid twenties. Cause I know a ton of people oh, that are I my mean, age that have kids. No. So and I think it was maybe just because maybe people were like, Oh, they're 21 years old. They look too young. We got to make them look like parents. I don't really know. I don't I believe just think in that. that. I think it's totally against what the books... The whole deal of the books was that at that age group, they knew they were in the middle of a war. Yeah, no, I agree. And a lot of people were having kids that young. Because they didn't know if they would survive. They didn't know if they would survive. No, I agree. And I just it bothers me that they, show, they portrayed them so old. I agree. Because they weren't. And I think it would... I, I think it would make a difference into the... Like, Insight into their characters if they really acknowledged how old they were. Like the fact if that they Sirius acknowledged Black, they were so young going through all of this, absolutely. I think it would have been a lot darker. I it would have been a lot more dramatic. Like, I know as an adult, we read the books and we're like, Sirius and Lupin were terrible father figures to Harry. But if you acknowledge the fact that, like, Sirius went to jail or, like, prison when he was 20, what, 21 years old? 22 yeah. years, 28 years old? And he went to prison for 12 years. Yeah. If you acknowledge that, you understand a lot more about his character, exactly. about why he was the way he was. Same right. With Lupin. Like, if you understand the fact that they are 30 years old and they they have this father figure thrust, th- figure relationship with someone thrust onto them, you understand why they don't really understand and like, they do a poor job of it. Right. Whereas, like, as an adult, if you think, like, Gary Oldman age 50, serious black... You're like, oh, well, he was a shitty father, but you don't think about the fact that he was 30 years old. Right. Like, he wasn't old enough. He had never had his he experience. Didn't know, he, he wasn't He didn't ready have the experience to become this father figure. I he agree. wasn't ready for it. Because he looked like he was old enough to be my parent. Yeah. And my parent, my parents had three kids. Yeah, my parents they had, had two. two kids 12 years before I was no, born. No, I agree. So. I think that... I think that if they had gone that route, it would be easier to identify with those characters. Right. Absolutely. I agree. So we've talked about the original, the OG Harry Potter series. Yep. Let's move into today. So Fantastic Beasts, where to find them, Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, Before we get into that, I just want to say that it really bothers me the way they decide to do this naming convention. I'm not I don't like that they they start with Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, and then the next one's called Fantastic Beasts colon. I feel like the first one should have been Fantastic Beasts colon. It's just like a, maybe like a little OCD thing that bothers me, but I just don't like the name of convention. It doesn't flow very well. It doesn't. It doesn't them flow well, but I I understand where they're going, well. but it does not group. Well. It almost seems like the first movie came out, and then the rest were an afterthought, and they were like, "Oh, this did so well." They decide to like. 
but it, continue it, it, but that's the not thing the way is, it was. That's not, that's the, not the way, way it was. was. No, I agree. That's not yeah. the way it was. So, like, they had time to figure out the naming convention to do, like, the first eight movies were Harry Potter and, but this one starts off as Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and not Fantastic Beasts and Crimes of Grindelwald. I thought I think, it was called Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. And I think it should be, they should do, it's not, it's Fantastic Beasts colon. Are you serious? Yeah. This is the first time I'm finding that out. No, it's not. There's no naming convention that's... My phone doesn't like me when I've been drinking, by the way. The naming convention doesn't follow, like, a normal naming convention where it's a name and, or, like, it doesn't... It's divided. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It's it's weird that it's I don't like fantastic. that. I don't like it either. Mm-mm, I don't like um, that. But anyways. Um, so... What is your favorite beast so in the Harry Potter universe? If we're going in the universe, I like Thestrals a lot. I like Thestrals and Hippogriffs a lot. I like Thestrals a lot. But because of that movie, I've gotten like a soft spot for Bowtruckles and Nifflers. I was Nifflers gonna say, and Bowtruckles are so cute. I was going to say, because of the films, I think my favorite's the Niffler. I like but, the Niffler because of the books, too. Like... When they talk about the Niffler in the books, they sound cute as hell. Oh, they And then so you cute. see them in the movie, and they're so fucking cute. I just cute. like that they're little, like, thieves. It almost reminds me, as bad as it sounds, it reminds me of my cat, who, like, steals things. And, like, Zeppelin mo- hides steals things. things, too. Like, Lola steals things. So it almost reminds me of, like, when Lola <laughs> hides something and, like, steals it, I think it's so cute. Zeppelin steals plastic pe- things of plastic. So does Lola! <laughs> Zeppelin, like, if we if we eat, like, an ice cream sandwich or something out, Zeppelin steals it and, like, hides it. And yeah. And it later at night. No. Yeah. <laughs> Lola does the same I'm thing. I'm glad to know that's and not Zeppelin. It's a cat so thing. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's a cat thing. <laughs> it's an asshole cat thing. Um, no, I love the Niffler and the Bow Truckle. I think they were great additions to the animal, the, the beasts we had already seen. See, we had heard about them, but I think it was really great personification. Like, I, I like that they Um So, if we're, if we're looking at where we are today in the Fantastic Beast series, my favorite is probably the Niffler, but if we look around what we saw in the Harry Potter series, my favorite is either the Phoenix, which, I mean, we knew yeah. about beyond outside of the wizarding world yeah. and then the festival yeah i also really like the thunderbird and it's not just because it's my house i think it was adorable no i i think it was cute the thunderbird has been a legend yeah. in native american history yeah. like that's like a the thunderbird is like also a real thing and i don't know if i'm gonna get like too deep and probably delete this but like i really like that fantastic beasts and like the American part of Fantastic Beasts brings in a lot of Native American culture. I agree. I, like I support it. No, I, like it I support lot. it. Um, I also really like Fantastic Beasts because, like, so we have been to Harry Potter since we were kids. I think right. it was, like, seven or six or seven when I started reading Harry Potter. Yeah, same. Um, I like that when the Harry Potter movies came out, they were directed towards us as, like, younger adults. Right. And I like that. Fantastic Beasts, as it's coming out, is are still directed toward old, like, mid-adults. Like, it's... I agree. Like, I like that. People that were into Harry Potter as kids, I think is almost who Fantastic Beasts... The Fantastic Beasts series is directed I at agree. us. I agree. Who grew up with the Wizarding yeah, World. I agree. Rather than directed at children. I agree. 100%. Because, like, 
Harry Potter is still directed at children, but they acknowledge that people, like, the fucking diehards of Harry Potter are people our age in the 20s right. now. Right. And so they're doing movie series based on adults that are in their 20s right. instead of doing, like, kid movies. And they're going into darker themes, and I love that, that they are directing it towards their original fan base, knowing that, like, kids that are getting into Harry Potter now are still going to enjoy it, but as they get older, they're going to appreciate it more. I agree. I like that a lot. I think that's why I like Fantastic Beasts so much more, is because it's about adults. And it's more relatable because they're about adults. Yeah, I, I, re- I like it a lot because the entire concept, like you said, is about adults. Yeah. I know a lot of people our age that saw it, and we're like, I didn't like it. It wasn't Harry Potter. I'm like, well, it's not well, supposed, supposed to be, be Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, no, I agree. I I think I like it so much more because it's not... Like, I watch Harry Potter, and as an adult, I'm seeing all these different things that I don't... I didn't see when I was a kid. Right. And I disagree with a lot of it, and it makes me feel kind of conflicted. Right. Whereas, as I'm watching Fantastic Beasts, I don't feel as, inc- as conflicted because I feel like it's aimed at adults. Right. No, I agree. Um, so... We just cover the next topic, which is thoughts about Fantastic Beasts. Um, I like that it's dark. I I agree. We're gonna the new one's coming out, so Crimes of Grindelwald will be coming out in November. Um, we'll do a I belated have, birthday party for yeah. me. And go see it. <laughs> I have conversations with the guy that's next to it at work all the time about how we feel about Fantastic or the Crimes of Grindelwald because it seems as though, and it's just like kind of like sparse information that we're getting. Right. That Dumbledore is chasing after Grindelwald and looking to fight him. Whereas in the book, we know that he only did it last minute because he was in love with it. Right. So we'll see how it kind of plays I'm out. I'm interested to I see I think how maybe they're just kind of like misdirecting us slightly. I, I like to believe that they're misdirecting us and kind of saying that I mean, it's, it's more about Dumbledore than it actually is. This film and then three more. I know. They've got a lot of story they to do tell. They have a lot of story to tell. And it's talking about the entire life of Grindelwald. Right. Uh, so I'm interested. I'm also conflicted about the fact that I think Dumbledore is hot as fuck. Oh, I love Jude Law. I love Jude Law. Speaking and of loving the makes actors. makes me conflicted about the fact that I'm very attracted to Dumbledore right now. So, speaking of actors in these films, uh, Ezra Miller, we just got tickets within this last week to see his band play in Chicago. Yes, I'm so, very excited. if you're a music fan... And into the Harry... I mean, their music is great. So, like, you if cannot If you're a music say, fan and you're our age and you've liked emo music, go listen to Sons of an Illustrious Father. Yeah, Ezra Miller's band. They're great. I honestly... It I need to add it to my up, calendar because I forgot. It showed up on my Facebook page as, oh, you like... Here's this Ezra <laughs> Miller thing at Shuba's. And I was like, what is this? And I, before I even bought tickets, I looked them up and I was like... Who is this band? They are so good. And then I was like, oh my gosh. Which is funny, because like you told me, like you love Ezra Miller. Go buy tickets to this. And I love Ezra Miller. I think he was great as The Flash. Well, I think he's a, a very attractive human being. Well, I know you also love emo music. I do so. also love emo, emo music. If I tell you you're going to like a band, you're going to want to go see it, you should always trust me. Yeah, no. I am like, that your person. Track, you should trust. Your track record has been very good. Yeah. I've always liked the band. Um, so, the other uh, thing I yeah. wanted to mention about the actors from Fantastic Beasts, though, is that I think Eddie Redmayne was very well casted as I agree. New Skin Man. I thought he did a great job. If you watch the movie and you watch how he walks, I feel like he... 
he just does such a good job. Like he walks awkwardly. He he just so he's so he portrays awkward. it so well. He portrays it. Yeah, he embodies that character. And I think he did such a good job. I agree. That's why they casted him. Yeah. All right. So um, we only have one more topic. Oh, I have one more. I two. Okay. Do you want to talk about this one? The last one on here last. Yes. Okay. okay. So my next topic was going to be about the theme parks. Ooh. Because I know you love the Wizarding World at Universal Studios. So background, I went to the University of Florida. I am from Florida. And I say from, like, in quotes because I'm Canadian, but I grew up in Florida. Right. Um, I love the theme parks. I took Derek. I do too. I took Derek there for his um, first birthday one year. And that's how he got, like, he was kind of into Harry Potter, but he got super into Harry Potter afterwards. I love the theme parks. I think they're incredible. I think Orlando has the best theme parks. I agree. I think they're better. I, I have never been to LA, but I think they're better. <laughs> I think they're better. Um, um, I love it. I think I it's so. It. I I like I like Diagon Alley. I think that. Sorry, I like uh, Hogsmeade. I think that Diagon Alley is more immersive. I agree because it's covered and it's like when you're in when you're in Hogsmeade, you can see the other parts of the park, but when you're in Diagon Alley, you can't see anything. I think it's incredible. I love it. It's so immersive like you feel like you're there right and like you go into the shops and you just want to buy everything and like i was like take my money (laughs) take all my money okay so my story with the theme parks is i went the second year hogsmeade was open for the very first time it was my senior year of high school spring break me my best friend and both of our moms because like of course Mm -hmm. our me and my best friend like our moms our best friends no, our moms would not let us travel alone. Okay. So the, the the two of us were like, what if we go to Universal Studios? Because like both of our moms have insisted on coming. Like, why don't the two of us go on spring break together? Uh-huh. So we did like SeaWorld and then Universal Studios. We did both parks at the time, but we spent two days at Islands of Adventures so that we could go to Hogsmeade. Okay. And like... That was my senior year of spring break. So it was badass. It was badass. It was the second year it was open, and her and I were both just, like, blown away. We walked in. We were such big Harry Potter nuts. Like, her and I had seen most of the Harry Potter film releases together, and we went, and it was incredible. And then the second time I went was the year after Diagon Alley had opened. It was me and Steve. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had been dating Steve, and that was one of our first vacations together. Like, we went to go see his parents in Tampa, and then rented a car, drove to Orlando to go to this. Like, that was one of my first solo vacations with Steve. Yeah. Was going to Universal to go to see the Harry Potter stuff. And my first time walking into Diagon Alley, I started crying, and Steve recorded the whole thing. And it's a (laughs) video on his, he's on his computer, it's not on his phone anymore, Mm -hmm. of me just like, breaking into tears so the first time i went to diagon alley and because i lived in florida we waited some time right but the first time i sorry not diagon alley the first time i went to hogsmeade, hogsmeade was with my sister and brother-in-law it was the year it opened okay so we were there and we're like my sister and i were freaking out oh yeah this is amazing i fucking like died we were just like checking every detail we went to every single store we did right. everything we were there for like two days we did everything and like right like check like I, like I said when I said check every detail I mean like we went to every store we looked at 
everything. Like that's what happened the we first didn't year do I went. Anything at any other parts of the park? We just went to uh, yeah. to Hogsmeade, and when uh, Diagon Alley opened up, Derek and I, I took Derek, and Derek and I had been dating for three months at the time. Like we'd known each other for three years. Yeah, but we had been dating officially for, been officially dating. been dating for three months. Took him for his birthday. Um, we stayed at Cabana Bay. That's where Steve and I stayed when we I went. I love it. It's we, so cute. That's where we've stayed it's both so times cute. we've gone together. I love it. Um, but we stayed there as so we walked to the parks. Um, we went in there and I was just like, oh my god, this is incredible. This is so immersive. We, we basically beelined for Diagon Alley, walked in, Literally went into every store, out of every store, went on every ride possible. Like, yeah. Granted, there's only like the one ride, but we, we went through. I made Steve go through every single store with me to we the went point where every Steve store. was so mad at me. No, we went through every store. I looked at every single thing that they sold. Yeah, we went through the um, Gringotts ride. Yep. And when we we're going through, it, I was like looking at everything for details. It was just, it was so exciting, and I love that this is part of the universe, and I love that J.K. Rowling is expanding her universe and it's not just like Harry Potter but it's the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Yeah. I know that she's not planning on writing anything else but I love that she's giving us this insight into the universe that she's built in her head because like we're all fucking freaks and I love that. The theme park has been such a great addition. It really has been but I also yeah. love that there's like this culture around Harry Potter that we all connect into. I agree. Into. I was going to talk about in addition to this like the Harry Potter fan base community is incredible. Oh, I agree. Meeting other people that are as big of a fanatic as you are, I feel blows so my mind. welcomed by it. Like, oh, I you agree. Have so many friends, and I mentioned this in the last podcast, uh, couple two, two, episodes two episodes ago. Yeah, but like you have so many friends that are super into Harry Potter, and I have a Harry Potter tattoo. And like, yeah, when they saw it, they're like, "Oh, look at mine!" And it's just like you feel so welcome. And they, like, as soon as somebody knows that you're into Harry Potter, they're like, "Oh my god, let me talk to you about this!" And like everyone's right. so welcoming, and I love it. I love the Harry Potter fandom. the community. Yeah. I mean, some of the fandom can be uptight about their beliefs, but I think as a whole, for the, we support for the each other. Part, yeah, I yeah. Agree. yeah, we all, like, I mean, I acknowledge that, like, there are different, pe- people have differences in opinions, like, right. there are tons of people that have a difference in an opinion about Snape than I do, Right. but we, we don't attack each other, we understand that there's, like, there's two different school of thoughts, Right. I and agree. we absolutely understand that, like, we may disagree, but I'm not going to get mad at you for it. Right, because we're all supporting the same thing at the same time. Yes, and I think that Harry Potter is like, and this is kind of weird to say, but like something that kind of united our generation. No, I agree. I was, that's not weird. I agree. Yeah, I think that something that's united our generation kind of brought us together. Like, it's something that we all agree with. We all have in common. Most of us have in, co- have in common. Like, Even there if are you a have, few like uncultured like, souls think out about there it. that have not watched. Or like, heard. if you haven't read the books. You've heard, heard of, of Harry Potter. Absolutely. Everybody you knows know what Harry Potter is. Right. Like, Especially that grew up in our time. Yes. Agreed. Um, and, I mean, my parents love Harry Potter. Like, I remember being in high school, my parents reading it, us all fighting over the books, and, like, yeah. when they came out, who got to read it first. Right. Um, so it's it's something that's kind of transcended generations, and I no, think I that's agree. incredible. I love it. I have nephews that are, like, six and younger, and I have been buying the oldest sibling. Yeah. I've been buying them the illustrated editions. Mm-hmm. And so that my siblings who didn't grow up with Harry Potter, because my brothers are so much older than Not I reading. am, they're reading Harry Potter to their children. Uh-huh. 
Which is so cool. Dude, my favorite professor who is 30, I don't know how old he is to be honest. My favorite professor who's a good friend of mine now. Yeah. Like, texts me, and he's like, I just finished reading Harry Potter, and it's incredible. I cannot wait to read it to my son. And it was just like, I love that. I have the illustrated versions of Harry Potter. I got one, actually, from Reddit Secret Santa. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. One of the guys, actually, the guy that sits next to me at work, I did, like, the 12 socks of Christmas, because he always has these, like, fun socks. He got me the Fantastic Beasts, um, like, illustrated illustrated book. book. Yeah. Um, I just think there's so much to... Like, there's so much for Harry Potter. And, like, so, I agree. So many ways to get into it. I, I, yeah. I mean, Derek wasn't into Harry Potter and he started reading it. Steve's He's still, still super not that slow. Into, Steve's not that into Derek's Harry Potter. still on the third book. But he, every now and then he gets, like, a burst and finishes the book. In his defense, it took me two years to finish the, it took me a year and a half for each first and second book. And then yeah. I kind of, like, powered through it. Let's move on to the last yes. topic. Yes. So our last topic is... Extra relevant because it was just released like on Thursday. Like within Wednesday? a couple, within like the last two weeks, two days ago. So Wednesday, I think it's been a little bit longer than the that. 20, oh, well, it's released in the United Which, States two days ago, right? Um, so it's Harry, Harry Potter and the Mystery of Hogwarts. No, Hogwarts Harry mystery? Potter and Harry Potter colon Hogwarts Mystery. I promise you, that's what it is. Sure, I'm actually right this time. It's the mobile game. That Warner Brothers created for Harry Potter. Yes, and you play your own character. You make your own avatar and your own character. It's your own role-playing game. It's set between Marauders and Harry Potter. So it's after, right, you essentially are going to Hogwarts the year that after Voldemort was defeated. The first time around. Yes, there's a lot of controversial opinions about, not even controversial, there's a lot of opinions about it based on the style of game it's a freemium model so like it's like you can play for free but it's kind of a pain in the ass to pay for free play for free you there's a i lot have of, not paid money for it i haven't either i refuse to pay money for games unless i'm not I'm, gonna play money for a game unless i'm paying for it up front yes agreed um so there's a lot of like opinions about the fact that you run out of energy immediately i am honestly interested because it's canon Right. I'm interested to see, like, how it goes, but I think it's kind of a pain in the ass that, like, I can only do, like, two events or two classes, classes or whatever, like, two... Per day. Per day. Yeah. Um, so it's going to take a while. I'm interested to see how it goes, but I'm refusing to pay money unless I'm paying money. I'm not going to... If I'm not, not paying I don't believe money... The up, model. I agree. I'm not going to pay money... Unless I'm paying money up... I would have paid money I would have, absolutely. I would have paid for that game. But... I'm I not gonna. Bought game. Yeah, I would have bought the game, but I'm not gonna pay continuously for a game. Agreed. I agree. But so far, I mean, it's been interesting. It's I, think it's... I I played for one hour last <laughs> night. Um, that's all I've played. I think the most amount of time I've put into it is like equivalently to an hour, but I've gotten pretty far because I wait and then I'll just use all my energy at once and like wait a few minutes. Yep, I used all my energy yesterday, and then I was like, I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> In real life. Yeah. So, I did that. Yeah, I mean, like I said. I'm interested, I'm interested to see the continuation agreed. of it. I'm not willing um, to put that much time and money into it. Oh, I'm not willing to put not. any money into it unless I'm paying up front. Exactly. I'm but I am it. interested in, like, I've read about Porky Games, which is the new Warner Brothers, um, or Harry Potter-related game yeah. name or whatever. Through like Warner production Brothers, company. Yeah. Um, They mentioned that they're going to br- br- be bringing out games for different um, consoles. 
So I'm interested to see uh, what else they do. Like what else they do? Yeah. Yeah. That would be considered canon. Yeah. Because all the games that come out for Harry Potter, up until Hogwarts Mystery, have been like Legos Harry Potter, like specifically about the books or the movies. So I'm interested to see where they Ooh, go. You know, I played those PC games back. Yeah, in Yeah, but like I'm interested to see where they go and like expand. I'm the interested universe. because yeah, this is something totally new. Yep. I'm excited. We'll give updates as we uh, <laughs> maybe continue to play. We'll see how long we play this. I mean, let's be honest. I'm going to give up soon. Oh, I am I'm too. I, I'm not. Games. I'm not good at mobile games. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, I think that's it. That's all we have for the Harry Potter episodes. That's. Uh, I think yeah. I think that's our episode. Um, we've definitely kept it shorter than last time. Well, also we're on a time schedule. It's so, like. We gotta finish we go, in the next two minutes. We gotta go. We got yeah. things to do tonight, dude. Um, if you are interested in hearing us talk about other topics or like hearing us answer other questions about Harry Potter, at least as far as, far as our opinions, I don't know if anyone really cares about them, but I think it's fun to talk about Harry Potter. I like talking about Harry Potter. Um, if, but if you want to hear us talk about Harry Potter some more, um, you can Instagram, tweet, our email is going to be at the end of this. So just let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. We would totally do another Harry Potter episode because it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, this is super fun. So, Let us know your opinions on Harry Potter relevant yeah. topics. We would love to hear them. Absolutely. You have what a- house are you? What are your favorite aspects yep. of Harry Potter? I love to talk about Harry Potter. So. Yeah. Tweet at us, Instagram. All of our stuff is going to be listed at the end. Um, just fucking contact us. Who gives a shit? Yeah, talk to I us. Was, I will nice. talk about Harry we'll Potter for hours. talk to you guys. I will hang out with you guys at a bar, get drunk, talk about Harry Potter for hours. So. Ooh, I could definitely do that. Um, yeah. No. Talk to us. Um, yeah. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, let us know what you want for season two because we have not planned very far ahead. Nope. We have not. <laughs> so let us know what you want to hear for season two. Um, like I said, you have all of our contacts at information the at the end. Um, give us ideas what you want to hear. If you want us to talk more about specific topics. Um, just interact with us. Yeah. We could use some more social interaction. I want more internet friends, please. <laughs> Love me. Um, yeah, I mean, and honestly, give us, like, constructive feedback. If you want to hear more Derek or less Derek, or you want to hear us take shots on air, or do weird sure things. We take, we or, should take more shots Or be less weird. Just give us some feedback. If and you want us, us to be less weird, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, if you want us to be less weird, then go find another podcast. Um, but don't. Just keep listening. But, yeah, I mean... Please love us. <laughs> All right. That's well, not desperate. <laughs> stay tuned for Derek's final thoughts, and yep. we will see you guys soon. We'll see you in season two. Season two. Six seasons in a movie. Alright, Harry Potter profile information. Uh, My Hogwarts house, according to Pottermore, is Hufflepuff, even though for some reason when I just logged in it said Ravenclaw. Um, I mean, I guess I'm fine with either one of those. Uh, My Ilvermoney house uh, is Thunderbird. I don't really know anything about it, but the beast in the movie was pretty cool. Uh, my Patronus is a King Cobra, which seems unusual. 
I would have expected that to be more of like a Slytherin type Patronus, but uh, I mean it's it's better than a dragonfly. So, so there's always that. Uh, my wand is a pear wood with a phoenix feather core, ten and three quarter inches, and slightly yielding flexibility. No fucking idea what any of that means. Uh, my favorite book, I can't really answer that properly because I haven't read them all. I'm on the third book. Um, so I, I don't really have a favorite book because I just can't, I can't answer that. Uh, my favorite movie is not, I can't really pick one movie. It's somewhere between either The Deathly Hollows as a whole, part one and two, uh, or Half-Blood Prince or Prisoner of Azkaban. It's leaning more towards Half-Blood Prince because there's that, still that sense of like school, like childhood innocence of going to school, but it's also super dark. Uh, which is what I really like. So probably have Blood Prince. Uh, as far as my favorite character, I'm going to say Remus Lupin. Um, I honestly think it's probably more due to the fact that I like David Thewlis as an actor. Because he played Knox Harrington in The Big Lebowski. Uh, I, I really like Fantastic Beasts. Um... I think it's cool that there are going to be more stories in that universe without being directly tied to Harry Potter, even though I guess it is kind of uh, the fact that they're putting Dumbledore and shit like that in there. But no, I think it's I think it's great. I'm looking forward to the next one, uh, especially you know with modern uh, special effects, it looks even better than the Harry Potter movies did. And you know the actors in it are fantastic. Eddie Redmayne is awesome. sobered back up we want to thank you for listening to drunk and uncultured you can keep in touch with us and follow all of our shenanigans and updates on social media because you know we have all the socials we're drunk and uncultured podcast on facebook we're on twitter at drunk uncultured we're on instagram at drunk and uncultured and you can email us at drunk and uncultured at gmail.com our website is drunk and uncultured podcast.com and check out our spotify playlist to see what we're listening to each episode just search for drunk and uncultured music on spotify you can find Stephanie at underscore Stephen Color. And Lindsay is online at Lindsay Sold Out. If you like the show, please go to iTunes or your favorite podcast streaming service to subscribe to the show, rate us, and leave us a review. Tell your friends to check us out and let us know if you have any recommendations for topics for us to cover in the future. See you next episode.